you can't be ungrateful because yeah. someone's paying a ticket for you, but you're also like, I'm like, 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 what are you doing? Like, you could have just went online and took care of this in a matter of minutes. Now we waiting on, we waiting 10 to 15 business days for a chip to clear. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, why, why do you want to wait for that? Last words pod. My name is Keon, aka Almighty the DJ. And I am Earl Lonnie Hooks, aka Young One with himself. A very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. And please do not forget to follow us on Instagram at ALWPod. The God in me honors the God in each and every one of you today. Clearly, Keon and I. We are here. <clears throat> Yet with another one. Um so what what have I, have I been gone? What just one week? One week now? One week. All right, yeah, I'm trying. Two to, weeks. Has it been two weeks? Two weeks. Austin. Austin. Austin, and then Chris Sluggo. Oh, Sluggo, Sluggo, yeah, Sluggo. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. That's right. Hey, shout out to Sluggo. I haven't met you, but I've heard that you're a very interesting person. Um, I look forward to hearing the pod that you're on. Um, so man, I had a great weekend last weekend. Like, is the holiday spirit filling you up? Um, you could say that a little bit. You could say that a little bit. It was, it was, it was some great R and R, you know, Mm -hmm. and I never used that term, but it's just, it's, it's the perfect way to describe what I felt last weekend. There's a lot of feelings that I felt last weekend. Let me just get into last weekend. Yeah. Um, so my fiance's birthday just passed Uh, shout out to her. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to her. Shout out to her. As well as, I think a lot of the reason why you feel this way, you just got done. Also, congratulations to you for finishing up your semester at school. Oh. Congratulations. I think that's where a lot of this rest and relaxation is, is, com- is coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me, you know what? Let me speak on that real quick. <laughs> to all the people that are like me that, you know, feel like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm kind of old now. Mm. Can I actually go back to school? Can I do it? Do I have time? I've been there and I've done that. I've gone to school. I've stopped. I've started again. I've stopped and I've started again. This is my third time trying to accomplish this feat. And all your stuff is virtual, correct? You don't right now. Yeah, it's virtual. Um, I feel like at some point I may have to take a class up at the campus, but if I can not do that, that would be great. Okay, but we'll see what happens. And and why is that? Why would it be great to not go? Um, and see other people. Well, here's here's the thing. Would you feel weird and old? No. Oh, oh. it has nothing to do with that. Okay. That's it, has good. No, it has nothing to that's do good, with that. That's good. I just don't know that. I don't want to try to structure my life around that schedule. Okay. Because school schedules, they're, you know, they're for people that have a lot of time mm. on their hands. Like, you know, a t- Tuesday, Thursday, 930 to, to 12. Like, I can't commit to that. Like, okay. and, and even, and even in. Don't get me wrong, because I could, but those would absolutely have to be my, my, those would be my days off. Right. And I don't want to just make those days my days off because of school. And it just, it doesn't leave me time on all my other days yeah, to, yeah. to accomplish anything <laughs> or to relax mm. or, or nothing. So it has nothing to do with being, because, because quite honestly, um, I did go up to my school. Um, this was last year. Maybe a couple of years ago, um, 
I did go up to my school because one of my teachers offered the opportunity to, you know, it was a virtual class, but she was like, if you'd like to, you can come sit in on some of my in-person classes if Mm. you want. So I was like, all right, you know what? Maybe I'll try that out. I'll try it out. Go up there. Maybe I, you know, there's something that I can grasp in person because I do think that there is a benefit to being there in person. If you can do it, honestly, I would say do that. Yeah, 1000%. Yeah, because it's way different just reading something from your teacher and being there and her speaking directly to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Taking in that kind of information. You're taking your notes a lot better. You know, you're doing a lot of things a lot better. Mm. So when I did go up there for those class, for that particular class, it was people of all ages in there. Mm. People older than me, people my age, people younger than me. So And there's there's certainly a benefit if you're ever doing any group work. Oh, yeah. Oh, clearly technology has allowed us through Google Drive and Google Docs and all this to be able to share information quickly as we're working on it. But it's it's certainly better to sit across from someone and be able to I bounce had, ideas. I had a group project this uh, this semester. Um, I can't tell you what class it was for. It was one of my computer classes. But um, yeah, I had a group project. It was not tight trying to do that <laughs> from a distance. Like, did you guys create like a group chat of some sort and try to dog? We we did, but it's like she wanted us to communicate via the discussion board on Blackboard. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it's that like, yeah. like we can do that. And I was, and the thing is, is like she was looking for that participation in in Blackboard. Mm. So it's like I'm in there, like, hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? Niggas didn't respond to me for like three days. <laughs> you was trying to get that participation point. Well, yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, I wanted to. And so like I get an email from to, like from one of the people that's in my uh in my class or in my in my group. group. And they're like, yeah, you know, me and the other guy, we've been chatting it up in like a group chat for like the last couple of days. And I'm just like, nigga, why didn't you add me into it? <laughs> Like, what is wrong with y'all? Why didn't you say that in the discussion on Blackboard? Yeah. Now I'm just, I get some random email in my school email from you talking about, yeah, me and so-and-so been working on the project. Like, nigga, why didn't y'all hit me up? Yeah, that's kind of Like, crazy. what is wrong with y'all? Yeah, that's kind of Like, who does that? <laughs> who does that? Um, and, and quite honestly, we finished the project. I, that was probably my worst grade out of the entire class. Dang. I got like a low, I got like a low C on that, uh, on that group project. It was probably my lowest grade that I got in, in the entire class. Do do you prefer to work alone for that? Because you know that if you lose out, it's just your fault. And like, well, you, you don't want to depend on other people. I don't know how you feel about that. I mean, I, I get that aspect. Like I can work alone and be okay with, well, not necessarily be okay with doing bad, but I know that if I did bad, it wasn't because of any other outside source. Right. So yeah, I absolutely. But just doing a group project virtually is just not, it's ass. My, it's not tight. <laughs> my little sister, you know, she's, she's uh, up in Northeastern or whatever yeah. for computer science. And, I mean, her first year was. Hey, just, that's what's up. Shout out to her. Oh yeah, for um, sure, she's doing it. Because I'm, I'm just doing like information technology, IT. Right. I chose. I specifically chose not to do computer science because I didn't want to take all those math classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. shout out to her. Yeah, she's doing computer <laughs> science, software development, all this Good. Sort of stuff. That's what's and up. And 
She said the first year was just gruesome. Really? Because she did. She wasn't really doing that beforehand. Ah, uh, yeah. So she went into, and what's funny is Chris Sluggo was on here talking about how he likened, and he's heard it this way, and this would make sense to him most, learning um, like ninjutsu or martial arts. Right. Did I say ninjutsu? Jujitsu. <laughs> 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 ninjutsu, that's from Naruto. That's some ninja shit. But anyway, uh, but... <laughs> But jujitsu or any martial arts, likening it to learning a new language. Oh, okay. And I was like, when he said it that way, I was like, whoa, like that kind of blew my fucking mind. But that's the same thing she said about computer science, yeah. which you know about, yeah. you know, JavaScript yeah. and all this yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Python, all that shit. Like it's all a language. Right, exactly. Yeah. And she <clears throat> did not know that language before she went off to college, but she, I guess, like a lot of people decide, I'm going to get into something that's going to make me some money. And that's exactly what I did because I wasn't some computer nerd or whatever, you know. Yeah, you, you didn't grow yeah. up building computers no. or trying to program or hack into stuff. Or Not at all. None of that. Not at all. Actually, um, we were talking about a guest that we, that had reached out. I was, I hit you guys up about a guest yeah, that yeah, had yeah, reached yeah, out. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, I'll get into this when the day comes, when he's on here, I'll get into this. But he is one of the, one of the bigger reasons why I I got into it, you know what I'm saying, and we'll probably talk. We'll talk about that. I'm gonna give him his flowers. Oh when yeah, he, for when sure. he come, when he stops by, shout out to him. And and when it since you're a gamer, you know, I mean, light, lightly, <laughs> lightly, like you like to play yeah, video I, games. I enjoy video games. And uh, uh, well, I'm sorry, what was your quote? Your quote was there are niggas that play video games, and then there are niggas that play 2K. <laughs> Yo, me. <laughs> it's so funny that you brought that up because. Me and Antoinette were just talking about that that quote, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. just a few days ago. Yeah, so. the, that quote or the fact that she decided to drop that quote of yours during our brunch in front of all your friends, knowing that all of your friends mostly play 2K. No, nah, it wasn't about you guys, but <laughs> oh, okay, because that it was, was hilarious. Nah, it was pertaining to actually someone else. Uh, <laughs> well, so in in the gamer community, I've realized I've come to know that. PC gamers, because you know there's always a hierarchy. Yeah. That PC gamers see themselves as the highest form of gamers. Above, you know, you Xbox players or you PS5 players or you Nintendo players. Because if you re- if you're really, really into it and you really know how to work computers and you know how to develop software and all the and hack and the stuff, mm-hmm. you make the game. You yeah. can you can take the games and you can you know, make them all as far as the rest of the gamers, you guys just have what is the DLC downloadable content. Mm-hmm. And so you just download whatever they give you on Sony or Microsoft or whatever. Right. These PC gamers are getting their own new graphics cards, mm-hmm. which make better graphics for right. the game, make right. it smoother, run better. Yep. They're even hacking into it. And creating their own things within the game. Oh wow! I didn't know they was doing that. Yeah, like they'll they'll <laughs> change something up and they'll, they'll put themselves in the game. And instead of having to run around okay. it as Batman okay. in the Batman game, yeah. they running around as them beating up people. No, no, I I have seen that. That's that I have that's seen. insane. That is. So the point I'm getting at is she didn't used to do this thing. My little sister, right? Then she goes realizes she's in the classes. She's like. I was going to say on the verge of tears, but there were days when she was crying because it's like, how am I going to get through this? And through one of her computer software classes, she ended up teaming up with a dude. I thought you would have found this hilarious because of an inside joke. Mm -hmm. His name was Jake. (laughs) It comes full circle. 
it comes full circle. And Jake saved her life during one of these classes. She didn't, she just did not understand what was going on in that class in the slightest bit. It was just all of this language she had never seen before. And this was something that he loved to do Mm -hmm. when he's not in classes and he's not studying and he's not finishing up or accomplishing tasks or homework. He's still doing this thing. And those are the people that really excel at it. People that really love what they're doing. Yeah. He was just sitting there typing away. He was just like, so you think we should uh, go ahead and throw one of these in here? Like, uh, you know what? We don't even actually have to use the formula that the teacher gave us. We can actually just shorten it up and do this. See, it's all done. Like, and, she, <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, sure. Like, let's just, let's just do that. Sure. And he's just, he's crazy. Been in school for three years now. Mm-hmm. He's finishing up a year early. Okay. He's got an internship at Amazon. Let's go. They flying him out for free. Let's go. 68 an hour. For his internship over the Shit. summer. Full time? Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> 20, 20 years old. That's dope. I'll be 21 that's years old. That's what's up, man. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Yeah, and he's already, and if Amazon don't pick him up after the internship, he's already got another one. I'm sure book, he does. Book. I'm he, sure he does. He already got another job booked. I'm sure. But it, yeah, so it was just, it's just amazing seeing anyone work because i would ask her like how do you feel in the presence mm-hmm. of someone that truly loves and understands <laughs> what they do and they've been doing it since they were probably a kid right because that's what a, a lot of these people i remember when i read edward snowden's book uh-huh. the way that he spoke because he wasn't a social person he wasn't out running around in the woods with the rest of us mm-hmm. getting beat up on whatever by, by the elements right. he was just in his crib on a computer just clicking around and pressing buttons and just figuring it out. Mm -hmm. And he was able to find, to find safe haven within the computer world. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what a lot of it was comfortable. Exactly. And so that's where a lot of it is for these people. And they just, that that's just what they do. That's just what they do. So, I mean, again, kudos to you for just, just jumping in there and trying to figure it out as you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I mean, can only I imagine I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, it's been a, a piece of fucking cake this whole time. But I will say this. School is actually even at this age, even at my age, I'm not that old, but I'm to to certain standards. I'm old, but not we're, to my standards. That's all right. I We're going to we're going to touch on that thread. It's so interesting the way this pod goes. But <laughs> I'm going to get on us aging. Continue. Um, But school actually isn't that it's not that hard, actually. You just got to be consistent. Mm-hmm. You really have to be consistent. You damn sure can't get, you know, behind on anything. Yeah. You start working from behind, then, yeah, yeah, it starts to get a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you just can't escape it. You can't escape it. You cannot, you can't escape it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was immature. <laughs> When you start working from behind, it gets a little harder. All like, right, no, you can't. No, just, but, but I, I completely agree with you. You certainly don't want to get behind on your on your work. Yeah, it's just like when I finished, I, I took three classes uh, this past semester. I finished with an A and two Bs. And I was so proud of myself. Like, let's go, yeah, nigga. Yeah, that, let's go. You wasn't expecting that, huh? I wasn't expecting the A. Yeah. That A I got, I thought that was going to be a B for sure. Right. So I, I was expecting three Bs, three Bs, to be honest with you. Okay. But the nigga gave me an A. Yeah. So no, no, what, no. You earned an I A. Earned a yes. I earned an A. Yes. All right. Well, look, one of my other teachers 
gave me a B. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I had a 79 point like three mm. in my uh Oh, and that's supposed to round down too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so he did. The, yeah. Uh she, she she gave me a B. She hooked you so up. So shout out to her. Yeah. Because I definitely had a 79.3. Uh, she hooked you and up. She she rounded me up. Okay. She must have she must have liked me. This is the class I had the group project in. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe she saw that you were trying to be active. You were attempting the group work in the way that she wanted you all right. to have it. That oh, she intended oh. it. And then she was saw, okay, well, no one else. Is. That just could have been something in, been. In, in the back of her mind. Look, nigga, I was, I was emailing her like, hey, I, 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 I want to get this project done. I have not heard from my from my group members. Oh, okay, yeah, the, yeah. Apparently, they started to chat. <laughs> Without I'm not, me. I'm not in it. So I just want you to know what's going on. And it's like... <laughs> I hate to be that nigga, but y'all not. I'm not about to get an F on this joint because of y'all niggas. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. No, a thousand percent. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I had to reach out to the teacher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go up to the front of the class and, and say, yeah, hey. and shine an apple and give it to her. Right. Hey, listen, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. It, it ain't about being. We done with the being cool thing. We trying <laughs> to get these grades. Right. Yeah. Nah, nah. Um. But yeah, man, I am finally released from the shackles. Of of the fall 2021 semester, I feel like I'm, I've been, I feel like I've been saying that shit for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm finally released. Spring semester starts in like a like a month. Mm. So I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, um, I think not having homework to do is definitely definitely contributed. It has been contributing to a a little a little bit of uptick in. In your mood, mood, yeah, happiness, like, just energy, like yeah, everything you know? has gotten better in the past yeah, couple like weeks. Knowing I don't have to go home and like potentially make dinner and then hop right into some fucking homework, right? Like, it, right. it feels, it feels good. That's already cutting into your sleep that, right. you're, that you're gonna now be behind on. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. look at this tangent that we went on just from me asking or just bringing into the conversation. <laughs> Probably had a lot to do with the fact that you just got out of this uh, semester. Yeah. But now, back into your weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a lot of little bits and pieces to this story, um, to, to my weekend. So yeah, like I said, we were um, celebrating my girl's birthday. Um, she is a lovely 32. Um, doesn't look, don't look nothing like it either. <laughs> look like she about 25. So <laughs> but nah, she's uh, she just turned 32. And so I had I had kind of planned out a whole weekend and everything. So Friday night we went to a place that you and I both uh, love. We went to Iron Age, Iron Age, um, out in uh, Friendship Heights in DC, and, and that is Korean barbecue. Korean barbecue, yes. yes, it's the spot you go to, and uh, like if you go to well, I guess you could do it at both places. I was going to say something a little different about Honey Pig, but. I think here at Iron Age, they leave you a little bit more to kind of just watch the food yourself. Mm -hmm. I feel like at Honey Pig, and maybe it's just because Honey Pig's kind of a smaller environment. Yeah. There's more people kind of coming around, like checking on your food, flipping over stuff, you know, cutting up meat and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Someone I just spoke to the other day said Honey Pig, as far as Korean barbecue goes, is really trash. When you get into authentic uh, stuff. So, well, yeah, is there a place I can go to get better? Uh yeah, I mean they they showed they actually like pointed to a place like they we were looking at Honey Pig and they were like don't go there and then they pointed at another place I'm gonna get that name for you yeah and, get and the I'm name a, and I'm gonna send it get I'm the name I would love to upgrade my life yeah <laughs> I, I would love you. that <laughs> I got you um so yeah we went to Iron Age um 
it was probably, what did I say? We were talking about earlier. It was like 10 of us or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and went in there. The food was great. A lot of people that came with us had never been before. Okay. So there were a lot of things coming out to the table that a lot of people had never seen before. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to be encouraging the people, like telling them, no, you know, try this. This stuff's good. The salad. I don't know what that dressing is that they put on it. Mm-hmm. That red mm-hmm. chili pepper looking dressing they put on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit is delicious. I love it. <laughs> and everyone at the table was killing the salad. The salad was awesome. Mm-hmm. But niggas was looking when that steamed egg came out. Well, see, at Iron Age, you got to order it. Yeah, Honey yeah, pig, yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. just comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, But I get it. You, you scoop it up with a spoon. It kind of looks like an alien life form. You know, okay. I, I understand. But niggas was looking at me like I was crazy eating that steamed egg. Yeah. Um, But uh, so great time at Honey Pig. Everybody enjoyed themselves. Um, Everyone enjoyed the food. Like, um, they, they they actually gave me something that I've never had there before. It was like um some sort of rice cake with like a mm. red sauce on it. Mm. It was kind of doughy. Okay. Um, it had like a like a like a dessert texture, mm-hmm. but it it had a very savory taste. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was kind of a best of both worlds, and they were awesome. Yeah. Um. So I encourage you if you've never been to Iron Age or Honey Pig, and let's just say you like meat, you should go. Because that's the majority of what they have. If you're if yeah. you're if you're a carnivore and you know you're a meat eater, yeah, my fa- yeah my favorite thing is the brisket. I believe I think the my brisket, favorite thing is the brisket. Yeah, the it's brisket's so good. good. The it's brisket's so real good. Um, don't get the shrimp though. You go to Iron Age, don't get the shrimp. The niggas give you like two shrimps. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. Oh yeah, that's yeah. yeah no. Like and it's not even jumbo shrimp. No, yeah, no, 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 no. no they're shrimp, not. shrimp. Yeah, yeah nah, with the heads on and everything. Oh, I mean, I don't necessarily mind that. I'll rip the head off. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I wasn't even going. I, was, I wasn't even going to say anything. Yo, I this, wasn't, a, I this wasn't, is a crazy, I, crazy last five minutes. I here. wasn't <laughs> going to say a word. I swear. It's a crazy ass. I was gonna hold my smile in and everything. I was gonna let you cook, man. Do your thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you're if you're interested interested in trying Korean barbecue, or if you're a heavy meat eater. Man, go to Iron Age yeah. or Honey Pig, man. That great, great or spot. Just, just try new things. Or yeah, in or just try new things. I think it's I think that it's trying new things is is underrated. And I mean that on the most basic way. Like if you have a route to work, just take another street. Yeah. Just do yeah, I just think that like <laughs> just doing small things differently throughout the day just open up you know, like just new neural pathways, just yeah. things that you didn't really think about you could do before. But I think it just helps you get a little bit more comfortable with knowing that things can be done differently. And yeah, it'll just help you uh, sort of open up that groove a bit more. Yeah. And to 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 put a cherry on top of that, even if it's not a restaurant, like even if you if you want to try something new, you know, what I'm saying and you feel like this is something that's really going to help you out and change your life. Be consistent. You know, yeah. what I'm saying create that routine. That's something that I'm working on is creating different routines in my life, trying to just do things a little differently, but continue doing them so that they seem normal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to do that with a few things in my life. But um, so, yeah, after that, we brought some of those folks back to the hotel. Um, Not everybody came back, but some some folks did come back to our hotel with us. And we had, you know, drinks and whatnot uh, ready for people. You know, me and her, we'd be hosting. Um, (laughs) 
we like to it's host. Important. It's important. Yeah, we like we like to host. Love uh, love a good host. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I hate a terrible one. Yeah, no, I I am you know, I I'll, I'd like to speak for me and her here, but we we are going to accommodate you. I'm going to check on you mm. throughout the event, make sure everybody good. Right. I'm gonna come over, make a joke. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> we gonna have a good time. Yes. Like I I I enjoy hosting. Hosting is cool. Um. So yeah, we had a few people back to the hotel. Um. I am not one to normally bash any sort of establishment or anything. The hotel was fine, by the way. But these did you niggas, write? A, did you write a review? I did not write a review. Okay. Yeah. No, I would never leave a bad review. I will just never come there again. Got you. I, I that's the type of person I'm in. I'm not going to leave a bad review. I'm just not going to yeah. give you any more of my money. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, so I went and, and this was just something I'd never experienced before. Like we're paying so much for, you know, the, the two nights we're staying here. I'm paying like $50 a night for valet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just cause I don't want, I don't want to worry about parking on the street, bro. These niggas did not like, and I might, I, this might sound stupid, but these niggas didn't have free Wi-Fi. And oh. the reason why it sucked is because I don't know if it was part of the, if it, if it was the room we had, the floor we was on, nigga, we had no Bars, zero, zero bars in that room. So it's like, I don't know if y'all just got it set up like that. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. Like, they set y'all up. Like, what's going (laughs) on? Oh, y'all going to pay for this Wi-Fi. Well, here's the thing. It wasn't even like, you didn't even have to pay for it, but you did have to sign up to be a Hilton Honors member. So it's like- what comes with that? Emails, uh, a bunch every of emails day. and shit. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, I could stop the emails, but it's just like, it's just the principle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the principle, dog. Like I go in, like, oh, y'all gonna give me zero bars and and fucking put me in a chokehold for for to be a Hilton Honors member. That's what y'all gonna do. How how much was the Wi-Fi to pay for it? Yeah. Um, I th- I want to say it was like. $10 a day or some shit. I mean, that's not a lot of money, but like. Yeah, but usually just people have free Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, so it can be Like, bro, it's 2021. Like, mm. like you know, like, you're not going to accommodate people with Wi-Fi? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Like, what? Are you serious? Like, like, you know we in here trying to do things yeah. with technology. Like, it was, like, I got to, the, like, I couldn't, I couldn't dial out. I wasn't getting notifications. Like, I had no bars. Damn. So I had to sign up to be a Hilton Honors member to get the Wi-Fi so that I could communicate with the outside world. Yeah, you should definitely. Now now it would just make sense for you to just stay at Hilton's. Well, yeah. For whatever points of rewards you're going to get, right. you, might, you might as well just, yeah, just stick with them. So, you know, like it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but I guess I'm just used to having Wi-Fi. I wonder, know? yeah, if they have something... Now, I know this sounds wild, but the fact that you guys didn't have bars and they made you in that it costs money to get it. I wonder if they have something sort of just like built within the walls that just sort of blocks out the the waves or something. The thought came across my mind. I don't know. That's really weird. The thought came across my mind. I was like, what? Like, are they? They got something on the roof that's just dampening the sentinel. Yeah. What's going on, man? Like, what's like? So, like I said, I'm not going to leave a bad review. Right, but I'm not. I'm probably not going to stay at that particular hotel anymore. Because mm. um, I've stayed at Hilton's where you get Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. like this was like a branch. You know, you know, Hilton is yeah, yeah, Hilton's yeah. a name. There's a ton of things. Yeah, for sure. Under Hilton, like there's a ton of things under Marriott. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, 
But it was it was a nice hotel though. Yeah. Outside of the Wi Fi situation, so we got the people at the hotel. And we had like uh, I brought the Stellas out. Um, and, and it's crazy because <laughs> Stella Artois. Yeah, I I thought about Stellas because I thought about RJ because I know RJ likes Stellas, and I was like, you know what? I know my man RJ likes Stellas. I know that I like Stellas. I know my girl likes Stellas. I, I'm gonna get Stellas because mm-hmm. you know I could have got anything. Coronas and and, I, and and all of those people still would have enjoyed them. They probably would have, but I just had Stella in my mind because I also had it at the last function that we threw for mm-hmm. internet, and I know that everybody was drinking them. And they say I don't know. They say that Stella is kind of the one of the classy like domestic beers. I guess. Oh, that's that, funny. that's what they that's what people be saying. That's funny. So I was like, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Stella or Trois. Or Trois. I'm I'm gonna get the Stella. Uh, we had Stella, we had some tequila, a little bit of Maker's Mark. Mm. Um, had a couple bottles of Champeezy. Mm. Um, so eventually, we ended up playing Kings. I haven't played this game in a long time. Yeah, neither um, have I. It's it's I'm the joint sure. where you t- you have the you pick the cards and you stick them under the little can mm-hmm. top. Right, right. But right. we didn't we didn't have cans, so we played it um via a phone. Okay. You know, Twenty twenty one, you can do anything with your phone. So we were playing Kings. It got around to me, like on my first or second try, I got the card where like, if I ask you a question and you answer it, you have to take a drink. And so nigga, they was calling me a super villain in that joint, the way I was setting niggas up with questions. Uh, I was just catching, just catching people in the midst of conversation. Right. Just, hey, what'd you say? Drink. (laughs) (laughs) That was all that was on your mind was just trying to formulate ways to trick people into answering your questions. Like nigga, like niggas was looking at me with like just disgust. Yeah, it's like, bro, you really taking it this like this? You really doing this? Hey, <laughs> I, hey, look, I felt the power. I felt the power. <laughs> with great power comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. Very true. I didn't. I wasn't responsible. You. <laughs> and, and neither were they. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah, you gotta be on your guard. <laughs> oh man! But um, yeah, man, we had a great time. I'm really happy that all those people came through. Shout out to you know all those friends and family members that you know wanted to come out and uh, you know just celebrate another year around the sun for her. You know, I'm always grateful for that. Um, so a lot of one thing that we like to do when we're you know out of town or we're just in a hotel or whatever, one of the main things we do is we sit in the fucking bed and watch Law & Order SVU. We can watch that shit for hours. This is something, yeah, this has definitely been a recurring theme. You, you've it's spoken to me about probably like the last three or four times you guys have gone out in like the, the last lake that you guys were at, the <laughs> lake house or whatever. A lot of what you said you did was we was, we was in the bed watching Law & Order. I mean, so that is something you guys yeah. definitely like to do no oh, matter yeah. where you're going. Yep. Because that's the thing. When you go to places like that, it's always on TV. It's just reruns mm-hmm. all day of different Law & Order SVU episodes. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's one of the things we like to do. So we wake up Saturday, right? And I'm like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Let me, Um. I've had this breakfast spot that I wanted to go to in D.C. I've had it in, in mind for a while. It's called Pearls on, it's called Pearls. It's like a bagel shop. It's on 7th Street, um, close to uh, the Capital One Arena, like near Chinatown mm-hmm. in D.C. And I stepped outside that hotel to begin my two-block walk to Pearls. And as I was walking, I was just 
kind of taking in the landscape, just looking around at all the buildings, breathing in the cold, fresh air, mm. just seeing all the other city dwellers walking mm. around me. And I just felt this, this joyous feeling. Like I just, I felt overwhelmed with joy. Like I was, I was trying that little two block walk. I was just trying to live in that moment yeah. for as long as I could. Mm. I've always had this thing in my mind where like, I felt like I was just such a city dweller in a past life mm. or maybe I was meant to be a city dweller or I just want to live in the city. I would not mind living in the city or if I was a, if I was blessed enough <clears throat> to afford another home, get a little condo in the city, something like that. I just love that city feeling. There's something about it that just That's makes me so happy. Funny. I, I love this dichotomy of, of city life because you're talking about just how beautiful and how joyous it is to be amongst all these city dwellers, right? To, right. to occupy this tight space. Even though, I mean, it's vast, but it's tight because there's so many of us right. here, right? It's jam-packed like sardines. Uh-huh. And then I'm watching this movie with Sandra Bullock, Unforgivable, last night. Mm-hmm. And it was the complete opposite. Like, everything <laughs> that they showed going on in this city amongst all the people was just dissonance and, and cacophony. Just complete <laughs> unharmonious living and yeah. screaming and pushing. <laughs> and it was it was more so than just her character being the person that was being looked at as unforgivable. Mm-hmm. It, to me, read off as you just saw the unforgiving nature mm-hmm. of humans. Right, right, right. So it was just very funny that I was watching that last night, and then you're telling me about this, and you're just looking at it from a completely different standpoint. Yeah. Now, don't get, don't get it twisted. I've never lived in the city full time before. Right. So- I could maybe maybe it's more of a, just a weekend thing for me. Maybe mm-hmm. it should be. Right. I could very well let's say I lived. I decided to live in the city one day. I might not like it. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. So right, exactly. So right now it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Yeah. So I get up to Pearls. Beautiful establishment. Everything is pristine. Everything looks good. Um, you know, a lot of young hip people in there. You could tell. You, know? <laughs> you are old, nigga. Oh God. Yeah, no, I'm older. Uh, you're a lot of young hip people. Yeah, it just it just seemed you know it just seemed like that type of environment. You right, know what I'm saying like this is where people go to get their bagels and coffee. Yeah, you know right, for sure, like, for sure. This is one of those places. Mm-hmm. Like you know, what I'm saying I could have been in it for like an episode of Sex in the City. Uh, <laughs> like just just it was, uh, Sex in the City or Friends or Friends like, yeah, or yeah, Friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. Seinfeld or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I got um, you. So I get in there. Um, you know, they make all the bagels fresh. All the ingredients are fresh. I got a uh, a bacon, egg, and cheese um, bagel. And yes, that sounds basic, but it was delicious. And let me tell you, <laughs> they don't use those little egg patties that you just got to warm up and uh, shit, nigga. The eggs were freshly scrambled. Damn. Freshly oh, that's scrambled. different. That's different. Freshly scrambled. The cheese was like, it just... I don't know what kind of cheese it was, but you feeling away right now. Yeah, no, it was great. <laughs> the cheese was great. It was like it was falling out of the out of the out of the bagels. It was some left on the paper, so you know I was taking that. Oh, for know, sure, getting that off the paper. Oh yeah, for sure. You got to. You, you got to. You got to do that. Got to. Yeah. Um, the only thing that's better than that is the duck donuts version of that, where you can get it in a maple bacon donut. Uh, 
I'm sure that's that delicious. That shit is crazy, and you should only have one <laughs> per year. You should. That, that I don't want that to be a lifestyle, a way of living for people, because that shit is crazy. Like that. That is one of those things that sheer mouth pleasure. Right. Like, you should not be having that on a regular. But nah. But you should definitely treat yourself to it, like absolutely like once. Absolutely. I'm glad you said that. I'm gonna wrap some things up in the end uh, with that. So, um, she got this joint. It was called the Locks. The classic locks. Okay, so some it, some uh, smoked salmon. Yep, it had smoked salmon, capers, um, onions, cr- tomato, probably. Yeah, pickled onions, pickled onions, cream cheese. I'm not sure if there was tomatoes on it or not. There might have been. Mm. Um, and like a green mixture, it looked like arugula or something. Yeah, 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 some little field greens. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't necessarily taste hers, but the quality of the food was great. Mm-hmm. So. I didn't necessarily leave them a review, but if you're ever in D.C. and you want to cool, go to a cool bagel spot, go to Pearls on 7th because uh-huh. they got it going on. Pearls the customer on service was great. Everything was great. That's what makes it for me. I'm, I'm going to be honest that. with you. I'm glad you said that. I'm <laughs> glad you said that because I'm about to tell you about something that is on the opposite end of the spectrum. Oh, so, oh, oh I love it. So... um. Shout out to Maya. Maya gave uh, Antoinette a gift card for Starbucks for her birthday. Um, And you know what? It's the little things that really count like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure, it's a gift card, but it's like, you ain't have to bring shit at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So shout out to her for bringing through that gift card because it definitely got used the next morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So, um... (laughs) I left Pearls to go over to um to Starbucks. My girl wanted a very specific drink that she saw on Facebook that mm-hmm. is like low in sugar, but apparently still delicious. Okay. So she, you know, gave me a list of, yeah, three shots of this, you know, a couple scoops of that, blah, blah, blah. Right. I don't know. I'm not a coffee person. Right. So right, right, just right. bear with you, me. So you just say whatever they write yeah, down. Uh, yeah. I literally had my phone and I was reading it like verbatim. Right, but, right, right. Um, so uh, my girlfriend would like a triple <laughs> shot tall. You got to make sure it's tall. Right. Okay. Almond milk. Right. Vanilla. Caramel. Uh, macchiato. I need you to stir it for three and a half <laughs> seconds. No more. No less. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so I got up to Starbucks. Uh, we were both just going to grab, uh, get some ice, uh, ice coffees. Well, I was. She was in the in the tail. Um, I w- we were going to grab some ice coffee. She had picked out a drink for me as well. Um, hers was like caramel based. Mine was mocha based. I'm not a big caramel guy, but I do enjoy chocolate. So mine was mocha based. So I get into this Starbucks, right? And like, I'm standing there at the counter and the woman behind the counter is kind of pacing around. Looks like she's looking for something. I don't know. I work in customer service. You're always going to get the benefit of the doubt until you give me reason not to give you the benefit of the doubt. Right. And yeah, until there's no longer a doubt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, you know, I give her some time. She looked like she on a mission. You know, I'll give her, you know, I'll give her some time to figure out what she needs to figure out. I don't mind. I'm not like in a rush necessarily. Mm-hmm. So she's moving around looking for stuff. So she looks up at me. She was like, hi. And I was like, hi. And then she just continues to like move around looking for whatever the hell it is she's looking for. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, you know, you would think after someone says hi, that, you know, it's going to get ready to take your order. 
Uh, that's not what happened. <laughs> so when she was finally, and this is all in a span of like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that long, but customer service, you know, you kind of. It's a little bit long to, to not follow up the high it with is. something. It is. Yeah. It is. So when she's finally ready to take my order, she doesn't even like approach the counter. She's like leaning on the back counter uh, where like all, you know, all the ingredients and yeah. blah, blah, blah. She's like leaning on the back counter and she was like, what's your drink? Oh, and I look at her. Relaxed. I, I look at her and I'm confused because I'm instantly thinking, oh, does she think that maybe I ordered already? I'm here to pick up a drink or something. Yeah. Because that's not how you ask someone if, you know, what would you like to order? To order. Yes. And so I look at her. I was like, huh? And she was like, she was like, what did you want to order? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that that's what you were asking me the first time. Uh oh. <laughs> and so she's like, so I begin to read off my drink, bro. She's not even like entering shit in the register. Like, and granted, sure, she, maybe she's worked here a while. She just yeah. got all that shit in her brain. Cool, whatever. She's not entering anything in the register. She just kind of goes over to the other person who I didn't even realize was there. Um, she must've been bent down doing something. I don't know. And so she's, um, she was like, yeah, he wants blah, 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 blah. And she's like, what else did you say? And so I get my phone back out and I'm not even repeating this shit to her. I'm just telling, talking to the person now that's going to make my drink. Right. 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 It's like, I already, you know what I'm saying? I know what type of time you want. Like, let me just go. Like, had you entered this in the register, created some record of it, then, you know, that you probably wouldn't have had to ask me that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And, and people might think that I'm being like a stickler. I don't know. Maybe I'm doing too much, Right. but it just kind of started out kind of rocky. And first impressions are everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You've already shown me the type of person that you are in this environment. You know what I'm saying? So the other uh, woman, she, you know, she takes, she takes my drink down. And so obviously that's my, the first drink. I need to order a second drink. And I was like, yeah, so I got another one. She's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was like, all right, all right. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm just sitting waiting for her to be ready to take my order. And she kind of like looks up at me and we just kind of looking at each other for about three seconds. And I'm like, are you, are you ready? And she's like, yeah, go ahead. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, why are y'all making this so hard for me? Why are y'all making this so hard? Now she's looking at you like, you stupid. Like, go ahead, talk. Yeah, like. I'm waiting for a verbal go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, what is going on in here? Complete night and day from Pearls. Complete night and day. So I get out of there. That's whatever. I get out of there. It's not about to ruin my weekend. They got, the, the drinks were good. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and they was on the house. Shout out to Maya. Oh, yeah. Um, sure. So get back to the hotel. And at that point, you know, we're eating our eating our breakfast. This is probably like more of a brunch. It's probably like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Because we definitely slept in because we had a long night. <laughs> um, so we, you know, just sit around watching SVU all day. And at that point, I had booked tickets for us to go to the Warner Theater and see the uh, Washington Ballet's version of the Nutcracker. Right. Um, we've seen the Nutcracker before. This will be our second time seeing it from the same uh, ballet company. Mm. Um, Washington Ballet, they're a reputable ballet company. If you're into seeing ballets, you should check them out. And and if you're not, simply because you've never been, try it out. Like we were talking about before. You should try something new. You should try it. Um, Man, I have a huge respect for them. 
those people there, I mean, they may as well be athletes. Like, oh yeah, they may yeah. as well be athletes. No, I mean, yeah, to some degree, you you would have to say that they are. Yeah, yeah. Like the way that they're out there twisting and turning and flipping and spinning, and the thing and about with such grace, with such grace, not one slip, not one fall. If they if they did something wrong, I did not notice. You would have not known about it. Yeah, exactly. And the thing about ballets is the fact that. Everything flows with the music. Mm-hmm. You cannot be off rhythm or nothing. Every little this or that or right. clap or spin goes along with the music. You have to be on point at all times. Right. You slip behind that music, it fucks up everything else for everything that's coming after that. Right. So huge respect to uh to those people, man. People that are, you know, that do ballet like you you guys you you just top top tier performers top tier performers um the warner theater i don't know if anyone's ever been there but it's such a beautiful venue mm. uh, i sent you a picture of, of just mostly the stage i've but, been to the Warner. oh you've theater. been there okay yeah, 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 cool yeah. cool cool so you know what i'm talking about um just a, a very classical venue like it it has that old aesthetic mm-hmm. which i really appreciate um, I'm really into like aesthetic, you know what I'm saying? When mm-hmm. I go to places like I, most times when I'm choosing like a hotel room or a venue for any specific reason, I'm looking at what it looks like in there. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the type of stuff I pay attention to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. The food might be great, but what does it look like in there? Mm-hmm. Like, is this somewhere that I want to sit? Like, am I going to be able to come in here and kind of look around and appreciate what's around me? Like, Oh, right. I like what you've done with the place. Right. right you know right, what I'm saying? Right, like, right. I want to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I've I've been to places where the aesthetic wasn't all that. You know what I'm saying? I've been to like dive bars and shit. But, you know, I know what I'm getting myself into. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's cool. Um, So after that, we meet up with one of her friends um, and we go to the Hamilton, which is this restaurant. I, I want to say it's on 14th Street, like downtown and like northwest somewhere. Um, The Hamilton is owned by a a group who also owns a restaurant called old Ebbett. Okay. Um, and they also own the restaurant group called Clyde's mm-hmm. all great restaurants that all have this kind of old, uh, speakeasy type mm-hmm. of feel and look. Right. Um, so we go in there, right? Go up, ask about a table and they were like, yeah, it's going to be 20 minutes. And I was like, all right, cool. Go over to the bar. The bar is packed. We just happened to find a seat for some people that just got up as we were kind of looking around to see if we can get a seat at the bar. Serendipity. <laughs> Hold on. What's it? What's it called? Serendipity. You finding that? It oh. just It's just falling into your right, life right, that right. way? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there at the bar and I'm kind of, you know, it's a bar. You're looking around, you people watching, you seeing who's in the building. I see... I look over to my right and I see your dad. <laughs> this is where it happened. And the, I didn't even see his face at first. Okay. But I know your dad's head anywhere. <laughs> uh, I, it does have a very particular shape. And, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know that man's head right, anywhere. Right, right. So I saw him, and then obviously, then I saw his face. Right. And I was like, "Yo!" I was like, "Yo, that's Earl's dad over there." Like, right, right. I was like, "I was like, yo, I'll be right back. I gotta go over here." 
and say what's up. So I go over there, right? And, you know, and I don't know, I don't know that I necessarily like nudged him, but I definitely, I remember like tapping him on the shoulder right. and I felt comfortable doing that, knowing that he wouldn't turn around and and look at me he like hit, I was crazy. Hit you with a left hook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, well, first I kind of like wave at the people that, that they're, that they're speaking with so that they know right. that I'm not some weird person. Right. Right. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. So like they were with like maybe one or two other people. So I, you know, I kind of wave and then I kind of got his attention and he looks, he's like, he was like, Oh, you know what I'm saying? Just like, what you doing here? Yeah. And, uh, I was like, um, I was like, uh, you know, yeah. I was like, you know, it's my girl's birthday. We just came from the Warner theater, uh, seeing the nutcracker. And he was like, what? He was like, okay. And you know, uh, he had gotten, uh, Allison's attention. And, you know, I gave her a hug as well. Right. Um, and they immediately, first thing that comes out of their mouth is like, is your fiance here? And I was like, yeah, she's actually like right over there. And I was like, I'll see if I can get her to come around. It was a lot of people in the joint. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, I was like, I'll see if I can get her over here. Because um, I was like, we're waiting on a seat. And so, you know, we're kind of like, you know, just making small talk. And like, this man, like, as he's hugging me, like, She's just like, he was like, man, I love you, man. I love you. I love you, man. And he gave me a couple of kisses on the cheek. And I was like, nigga, I felt, I felt like Keon Hooks for about 30 seconds. I felt like Keon Hooks. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's, that's, wow. And then that part didn't come around in his account of the story. Yeah, like. He was like hugging me real tight, like, I love you, man. I love you. Yeah. Kissed me in the cheek a couple of times. I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, I love you too, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, nigga, let's share this love in here. Right, 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 right. And then this nigga pulled like $40 out of his pocket and gave it to me. <laughs> he was like, he was like, first couple rounds on me. And I was like, I was like, yo, you don't, I was like, you don't gotta do that. Yo, hey, man. I was like, you don't gotta do that. I was like, he was like, no, no. He was like, "Oh yeah, you gonna take the money?" Yo, yeah, no, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. was, he was adamant about yeah, me taking the money. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure, for sure. You know, because you know, me, I'm gonna always be like, "Yo, you, you don't have to do that." Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, Damn, you, man. you don't, you gotta do that. And he was like, "No, you take this. It's, it's a birthday. First rounds on me. Tell the first rounds on me." And I was like, "Okay." I was like, "Thanks." Yeah, <laughs> like, thank you. That was that. This is this was great. Thank you. <laughs> Oh man, I oh he he's a good guy, man. Yeah, he's a good guy. And so I go back over there and I show Antoinette the money. I was like, "Yo, he just gave me like forty dollars to pay for like our first couple of drinks." And she was like, "Wow, that's awesome!" Like you, like thanks. And so we didn't end because we had ordered a couple of drinks waiting on our table. So we were sitting there, kind of. We so what I'm saying is we didn't necessarily get around to where they were, right? Um. But your dad ended up coming around to where we was. <laughs> and, you know, as soon as he got over God, there, as soon as he got over there, because I feel like your dad always says says this. He comes over. He's like, hey, man. Like, hit you with that. Yes. Hey, man. Yes, 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 yes. He does start most of his. Yeah, for sure. He gave it a, he's he like, does. hey, man. He was like, I just wanted to make my way over here. All right. He was like, we about to go upstairs. Cause it's a blues show up there. We about to go up there and listen to some blues, a little bit of jazz. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I just wanted to make sure I came over here to, you know, say goodbye and and you know, and just see you real quick and just make sure you know everything good. 
And this isn't this isn't verbatim. Right, but, right, right. You know, but this is the sentiment behind yeah, everything. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Wish you a happy birthday. Right. You know, him and Antoinette were introduced to each other. They shook hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was it was it was a great moment, man. Yeah. It was just a really cool moment, you know. Just seeing him out and about like that in an element that I've never seen him in. Right, before. for sure, for sure. You know, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never seen him out there like that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I was telling, I was telling Antoinette, I was like, I was like, yo, man, like I hope when we get, you know, get around that age, we still out here just having a good time, you know, going to, to you know, a bar that, you know, fits our personality, right, obviously. Right, 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 right. The, the not just in the club, just, ooh, ooh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, 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 nah. Because um, the Hamilton is certainly your 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 parents' type of spot. Mm-hmm. Especially is, if there's blues and jazz upstairs being yeah, played. They there. Yeah, yeah for that sure. That is their type of spot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, shit is my type of spot too. Right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't go there for the blues and jazz, but I like the Hamilton. It's a it's a swanky spot. Yeah. I love the environment. The food's good. Like I have no issues with that place. The ha- something called the Hamilton ought to be a swanky spot. <laughs> yeah. Like it has to be. Yeah. Um, classy so, but fun. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's a real classy looking place. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine them might even playing some ragtime in that motherfucker. Like just you know what I mean, like that old right. ragtime people swinging each other around and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, definitely, you know, the food was great. I had a great time there, and you know, we we went back to went to back to the hotel, had a had a good night's sleep, and and got ready to go home the next day. Um, but I will tell you. One, people should treat themselves more to what 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 I'd like to call a staycation. You don't mm. always gotta you don't always gotta go far far and away and mm. beyond to just kind of <laughs> just relax and have a good time. Mm. I mean, honestly, you could do that at home. Right. But if you want to step out, man, there's so much to see in your local city. For sure, there's so much to see. And I was telling Antoinette, I was like, "Yo, we gotta do that more often. Mm. Like, we should t- we should try to get like." Just just have a night out in the city with a hotel more often. Yeah. Like that was just it was so much fun. Like just just the vibes, the feelings, just everything was so much fun. And then even on top of that, seeing your dad out there just just took that to another level yeah. for me. Yeah. Like just him showing me that love, giving me that money. Like it was just, I, I was not expecting to see him, and I damn sure wasn't expecting him to to give me money awesomely, to go towards the drinks that we were gonna have that night. Awesomely pleasant surprise. You gotta love those. Yeah, and I was just like, yo, like I was thinking about it, just taking that and combining it with like my last couple of weeks. Oh man, and I was just like, man, I like I just feel so loved right now. Yeah. Like I just feel really loved and, and taken care of. Like there's, there's people out here that fuck with me on another level. Fuck with you the long way. The long way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I got to thinking and I'm just like, you know what? It's not like me and Earl's dad have had a thousand conversations, right? but you know, your dad very well. Mm Mm-hmm. He knows that we're friends. He knows we've been friends a long time. We were roommates for a couple of years. And it's just like, I, it's just like off the strength of that, for of sure. me still being here in your life, because I know that he understands the type of person that you've grown to be. Mm-hmm. I guess just off the strength of me just still being here in your life, it's just like this thing has nothing but love for love and admiration for me. 
And that is just such a great feeling. You know, he's watching. I don't think he's going through these pods, but you know, he's watching everything that pops up on Instagram. Cool. He's watching all of those clips. So cool. he so he's seeing the development of these young kids that he used yeah. to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that that's gotta be different for yeah, him. Yeah, definitely. And so, you know, just to continue that, I wanna say thank you for everyone that has reached out to me um in the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. about episode ninety two. Um, you know, we've this probably not going to be my last time talking about it, but I know I've been kind of on this wavelength for the last couple of times I've been here. But just thanks to everyone that has reached out to me. Some people have reached out just telling me, you know, how hard of a moment that may have been for me and how mm. much they appreciate me just speaking my mind and just being very open. I've had some people hit me up telling me that, you know, they kind of teared up on it because it, it it gave them certain memories and reminders and things like that. And I just want y'all to know, man, the society's got us set up to think that nobody gives a shit about anyone else unless you're, you know, unless it's like your immediate fucking family. Like, and, but there's, there's people out there that, that really, you know, like you, love you, enjoy your presence. And we're just not, we're not talking about that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about the problems that we all collectively share. Mm-hmm. We all we all got the same problems, whether y'all like to think so or not. We all got the same problems and nobody's talking about it. <laughs> no one's talking about no. it. And I came on here no. and I, I shed some light and I talked about a problem that I had. And lo and behold, people hitting me up Look what talking about, yo, that hit me. I've been there before. Thank you for speaking that. Thank you for saying that. Thank you. That's fucking awesome, man. And I, I'm just, I'm just like, overwhelmed. Like with joy. the complete reverse of what you thought was going yeah. to take place happened. It, Definitely. Like you would have never knew. Definitely. And that must feel amazing just on on the strength of that, on yeah. the strength of not only that it happened, yeah. but that the fact that it was the complete contrary to what you expected. Yeah. Like uh, Ryan hit me up. Like he called me. Right. A lot, I've got, you know, I've got a lot of DMs and texts and things about it. Uh, but Ryan hit me up um, and called me. He was like, yo, that was a strong ass moment. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, I, you know, he's one of the people that absolutely gets where I'm coming from. You know what I'm saying? Because he's had issues in the past with his father. Well, you and, know Ryan, Mr. Solid. Yeah, he's Mr. Solid. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, he's had issues in the past with uh with his father. And he, you know, he's raising a daughter. Right, and, right, right. You know, and he was like, you know, that hit on so many levels. He was like, and he was like, people need to hear that type of stuff. He was like, y'all keep doing what y'all doing. He was like, everything, like what y'all doing right now is just, it, this, this is not verbatim. But basically, you know, what we doing right now, this shit is top tier. Mm-hmm. It's top tier and people need to hear this stuff. Yeah. They absolutely need to hear it. So yeah, man, Damn. I'm just I'm just feeling I'm just feeling super loved right now. And, and it couldn't have came at a better time, the holidays. Right, right, right. Yeah, because I mean the holiday the, ho- ugh, ugh. the holidays <laughs> is a, yeah. <laughs> that shit was not trying to come out. No, whoa. Uh <laughs> um yeah, the holidays can be a super depressing time for some people. Um, yeah. And depressing, you know, stressful, depressing, hectic, yeah, stressful, all of that. Hectic. Shout and, out to all my people in customer service. We feel for you. We feel <laughs> right. for you. We're here for you. Right, right, right. Yeah, man. But um, great weekend. Some good surprises. Some great, uh, just a great overall time. And yeah, man. And, I, and I'm just glad I got to experience that. And I look forward to, to doing it again, to be honest with you. 
Yeah. Like, I got, I, I got to do that. I, there's certain things you just got to do for yourself. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. a lot, a person like me, I spend a lot of time trying to make the people around me feel good. I worry about, you know, I worry a lot about what other people have going on and, you know, making sure that, you know, just generally that other people are good to go. You know what I'm saying? There's just, you know, this is the type of person that I am, but some things you, you really got to sit back and just do some shit for yourself. Yeah. Do some, do some, do something for yourself sometimes. Um, in the same vein as every, so many things that you have spoken about in that, in that very long, but very uh, fulfilling story that, you, <laughs> that you've just told. I would like to ask you this. I believe I asked you when we, shortly after the, the birthday of 30 for both of us, uh-huh. right? How are you feeling about continuing to get older? Like, or is there, are you, are you noticing anything necessarily different about this year in regards to age, the way your body feels, the way that maybe you're internalizing information or processing information versus the years prior? Absolutely. Well, I don't know. I I can't, I'm not going to sit here and say like a year ago, but I'll I'll give you like four or five years ago. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. There's a huge difference. Um, Huge difference in physically yeah you know what i'm saying and it might be because i'm you know i'm not working out every day so um, so what's going on there how are you feeling um no like i feel like you know differences like in my knees you mm. know what i'm saying like i feel it's like getting a, cold out too you know yeah that, maybe that, that doesn't have, help yeah maybe yeah that might have something to do with it too but like i feel differences like in my knees mm. you know what i'm saying like sometimes like i can feel a little something in, in my back sometimes you know what I'm and and i don't know maybe i need to get a new mattress maybe i need to go get a massage I don't know. Mm. I'm sure there's ways to fix those, but I'm definitely feeling different physically. Mm. Not like in a painful way, right? You know what I'm saying? But it, you can you can tell when something just feels off, right? Right. A little, right. little different. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mentally is a whole different story, man. Um, mentally, like I told you, you know, like the the last like year year and a half of my life has been an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, and I'm sure that a lot of people are actually. We all collectively are probably feeling a, a certain way with the the world that we're living in right now due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Everybody's feeling something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether you want to admit it or not, everybody has been affected by this some sort of way mentally. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, yeah, it's just I'm I'm trying to I'm really trying to just make sure that I'm aging like wine. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I'm trying to make sure that I'm I'm getting older, but when I get older, I want to be able to still feel like I can do whatever I want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to feel like I can still achieve goals. You know, some niggas make it to to 35, 40, and they just, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, I worked. Let me retire. Like, you know. That's what was so beautiful about having Sluggo on here. Uh So he's 37 right now. Mm -hmm. And- he just started recently in his life this new endeavor of going in and filming hunts mm-hmm. with people. And I just thought that, that was a beautiful thing that he dropped something that he had security in for a long time. And he decided he was going to go on and find something that he truly loved to do and find his way in it and try to find a way to make more money mm-hmm. with more time. And he's got a kick ass wife that is supporting him through it all. That's what's up financially, emotionally, just all of that. Spiritually, she's she's like with him. That's what's and up. that's super fucking dope. The same way you were just saying when you were looking at my parents, 
you were saying, Antoinette, man, I just hope that like we can continue to get older gracefully. Right. Just continue to get out and have fun and try new things. Yeah. That's all my parents ever do is get out and have fun and try and just always into some new stuff. Like, hey, we picked up cornhole. We're in a cornhole tournament <laughs> this weekend. We in cornhole tournaments every weekend now. Like, oh yeah, I actually started uh, managing this band, this new band. I'm like, nigga, what? You managing a band? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's great. He's great. They call forms of expression. He plays amazing guitar. And I'm just like, yo, <laughs> what is going on at the house? Like, That's y'all, dope. y'all get into a lot of different shit. That's dope. He's like, oh yeah, I'm actually curating this uh this new uh art exhibit for, for grandpa. Nice. Like, so he's he's putting together art exhibits. Nice. He, he's going to do like, bro. Yeah. What is going like, on? We've I've, we've spoken on here in the past about being the type of, you know, older people. Like when I and I'm not say older, I mean like beyond where we at now. Yeah. People that are still learning mm-hmm. and 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 you know maybe even teaching you know what I'm right. saying yeah, yeah, people yeah. that are not so stubborn that they're stuck in the past they're stuck in the ways of what they were when they were thirty mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like when I go when I have to go to the bank for my job I see old folks come in all the time that refuse to use the ATM and yeah. have to go to the to the teller mm-hmm. to to take some to take out some money right right, right and right. I just be thinking like. So y'all, you just really don't want to learn how to use this machine over here. You don't want to, you don't want to stick your card in here, choose your denominations, the amounts that you want and leave. You want to wait in this line just because you're used to talking to somebody about how much money you want to take out and blah, blah, blah. Like for real. Right. Like you could have been gone 15 minutes ago. Right. You know, and it's so for, so for me. I would like the human interaction. That's why I brought up the question with you about the virtual learning when Mm -hmm. we were talking about your schooling earlier. I would like to go there and sit amongst people, whether it's it's, it's my peers or it's the professor. If I go to, uh, you know, the grocery store when I thought that self checkouts and they may still at some point in time wipe out all the employees there. And it's like now it's just only self checkout. When I thought that that was the thing, I would I would just make it a point to just go through a line where somebody was Mm -hmm. because I wanted the human interaction. Same thing with the bank. If I go to the bank, I will go through the line. Now, there's a caveat to all of those. If I have to, if I now have to wait an extra 30 minutes to do any of these things, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so like, so that's the difference here. Right. Like I'm not, it ain't like, I don't need to go talk to somebody that bad. Right, right, right. <laughs> it ain't, it ain't well, that deep. I, I completely get that because there are certain things in which I do prefer the human experience. Yeah. But if I need to go in there to take out $200, I'm not waiting 10 minutes in the line yeah. when the, the ATM. Yeah, no, 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 Yeah, it just, and, and you know what? To, to go even deeper into that, sometimes it's, it's like almost like sometimes you find yourself having to teach adults certain things. Yeah, bro. It's like that. Like, like you, yeah. you know, they don't, they don't, they don't set you up in life to knowing that so one day you're going to have to teach your parents a thing or two. You I mean, I mean, you, that's what it's, that's what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, like because really, there's going to become a point, like you start as a baby, but there is a point where once you get old enough, mm-hmm. you starting to reach some of those qualities and characteristics of a baby again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it is full circle and you are to be raising people with a certain mindset that can look at you and hopefully love and care for you mm-hmm. and will and will help you age gracefully. Right. Yeah. So like uh <laughs> here's something funny. Uh and this is my I might sound like an asshole when I say this, but 
during uh during quarantine when like people were like not working and shit, um, I had got like a speeding ticket, and my mom graciously decided she was gonna pay it for me. Yeah, you told me that. And so you know that's cool, that's great. My mom, she's the type of person she pays a lot of things via check. <laughs> and so, you know, she was like, "Yeah, I'll take care of it." I'm like, "All right, cool, thanks." I, you know, I really appreciate that. And um, so she write, she's writing out her check, putting it in the mail and shit. So like, I give it like a week. I call the the number because I want to just make sure that the money got through. Right. And of course, they're like, "Yeah, like we didn't. Yeah, it's the ticket's still there. Like we didn't get any money." And I was like, I was like, what, if it was written as a check, like how long do you think it's gonna take?" She's like, "Yeah, that could be like." 10 to 15 days before it's processed. And I, you know, I've paid tickets before and I usually just go online (laughs) and pay them and they're taken care of immediately. (laughs) The money comes out of my account. The ticket is no longer there. Right. Within 10 minutes. Right. So I'm just thinking and I'm just like, what if, like, what? Like you can't be ungrateful because someone's paying a ticket for you, but you're also like, come on, we're doing this. Like, what are you doing? Like you could have just went online and took care of this in a matter of minutes. Now we waiting on we waiting ten to fifteen business days for a check to clear. Like this is ridiculous. Like why why do you want to wait for that? (laughs) I mean, she's not waiting, but I'm waiting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like why would anybody ever want to do that? Yeah. Like just go online and and pay it and yes. be done with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, you're right. No, certain things certain things in life, a lot of things in life, great things in life can take time yeah. to build and and to to actualize, to get to actually get done and fulfill mm-hmm. in a meaningful way. These things we're talking about are not them. <laughs> no. These things you just need to go online and pay for them. Yeah, that's crazy. Yes, and and you better hope too that you don't get like any sort of interest <laughs> because you wait in ten to fifteen days for right. this thing to clear. Right. Well, they probably go off the date on the check. I'm assuming. Oh, that would be nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm, okay, I'm hoping okay. that's the way that it works, but I don't know because I don't write checks. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> that's very, yeah, that's very true. I've yeah, never, yeah, I've never written. I don't have a checkbook. I've never written a check for anything. Well, well, on on my account of of getting older, I do know that things are feeling differently, yeah. like in my body and in my mind and my soul. Like I know things don't, you know, you, you feel the wear and tear of things that you did as a child, mm-hmm. right? And as of recent, I've taken stretching. Cause you know I've I've been practicing yoga for a while. You stretching when I came in here. Exactly. <laughs> I stretch much more than I used to now. Mm-hmm. I got a yoga mat in here, and I stretch when I wake up in the morning, maybe a little bit during the day, and then definitely like before bed at night. Mm-hmm. My sleep has changed. First <laughs> of all, not even just my sleep, but we're gonna get into that because because <laughs> I'm just repetitively just asking people about their sleep. My sleep has, the quality of it has augmented dearly. Really? Yes. I, From the stretching alone? I, well, I think it's a few things. I've been cur- I've been making sure that I'm, you know, curating my life as as uh, meticulously as one should for themselves. Mm-hmm. And or so I believe. 
And so I have like a heater going. I have a fan going. I have now that I won't want the case closet. I have this sharper image soothe or sound soother playing some white noise or some ocean sounds or some forest sounds or some calm, relaxing sounds while I'm drifting into sleep. I stretch before sleep and I meditate before sleep. All of these things combined, my, I'm, my sleep is, I'm, I'm out of here. Nice. I'm out of here. Memory foam topper, you know, memory foam pillow. I'm out of here. The blackout curtains? The blackout curtains. I'm out of here. Nice. I used to toss and turn a lot really? in sleep. I would just rotate like a hot dog on a skewer at a campfire. I would just, <laughs> I would just rotate and rotate and rotate. I would start on my back and go to my right side. Then I'm on my, then I'm on my, like my belly, which a lot of people, it, that's, that's a terrible way to sleep. Cause then, yeah, because you have to have your neck like cranked to one <laughs> yeah. side or the other. And that's where you, that's where you wake up with like kinks and stuff. And you yeah. like, you should never just be yeah. stretched out like that all night long. Yeah. And then I will go to my left and I would just do that until I eventually got tired and fell asleep. Right. I just go to sleep now. That's what's up. It's, I didn't even, it's, it's. A lot of this podcast has been us talking about, and a lot of the people that we've had on have talked about not knowing what life could have been until, again, serendipitously, something came into their life that showed them otherwise, or maybe they kind of went out looking for something because they reached their pain threshold for whatever it was they were doing before. Mm -hmm. Man. I didn't know that I could that I could get better sleep. I didn't know that I could cure these things. Now I I just lie still. Mm -hmm. I may go to my left and my right a couple of times, but I but I'm never now on my belly. And this neck issue that I've had for quite some time, I was constantly always stretching my neck out. You know what? Now that you say that, I vivid, I have vivid memories of you doing that. I'm just like, because there's always been like a strain in the back of my neck going to my lower spine for like mm -hmm. a while now. Mm -hmm. And with certain stretches that I've done, if you do like what's called like a shoulder stand, so you're propping yourself up on your shoulders and your legs are straight in the air, mm -hmm. and then you allow your legs to fall behind your head. And you sort of tuck it in. So you're like in a fetal sort of position. Damn, it's, it's, you got some good balance. Yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> I do. It sort of looks like you're sucking your own dick. Like, you, like it would be like that position if you were to try to suck your okay. own dick. So you're in this position. That thing just stretches out your whole neck and your spine just going all the way down your back. Okay. I did that. You know, I started doing that a lot more along with a bunch of other yin yoga stretches that I just I took from my classes. Mm -hmm. And I just feel immensely better, not just with sleep, but just in life. Yeah. I've just been walking around. It's so funny that you've been going through what you've been going through in the past few weeks, because I've been going through some shit in the past few weeks where I've just been walking around a lot looser yeah. and with such, such alleviated pain and tension mm -hmm. from my body that some of it I knew was there, some of it I didn't know was there, and I'm getting to know my body a whole lot more. Mm -hmm. And I thought about this, I immediately thought about this, this book that this guy wrote, his name is Dan Harris. And he, and I, and I haven't read it, but I'm definitely going to get it now. It's his account of what meditation has done for him. Mm -hmm. I believe he was, I want to say like an in the field news reporter or something like that. And he was put in one situation quite some time ago. And I think you can still find this online. You should be able to, it's on the internet. 
and you type in like <laughs> Dan Harris meltdown or something mm-hmm. like that, and you just see this reporter have a wild anxiety attack on camera. Oh, wow. And after that, you know, he probably started with some of the pharmaceuticals or whatever. I don't quite remember his whole story, but at some point he came across meditation and he wrote this book called 10% Happier. Hmm. And in regards to just that alone, I'm not going to get into the book because I haven't read the book, but just 10% happier, this idea of what would you be like if you were 10% happier, if you could quantify that, what would it mean to you Mm -hmm. to be 10% happier in life? And that's a large chunk. Yeah, because it's like 10% is, it sounds small, but 10% happier with your life, that's going to make a huge difference. A huge difference in the way that you interact with people in the world around you. Definitely. And I thought about that once I started stretching, like taking my stretching a whole lot more serious. I was like, I feel immensely better Mm -hmm. than I did just a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. And I was good a couple months ago, but I'm, I feel great right now. Definitely. And that's the, I, I'm not necessarily, again, try, going to try to quantify and say it's 10%. It could be 3%. It could be 5 I, I don't know, but it's, it's, it's more. Mm-hmm. It's certainly more. Mm-hmm. And I thought about just how often we're coming into contact with people that are the exact opposite of the uh, situation that you found yourself in with my father. Mm-hmm. Right? And just how much of that is due to tensions in their body. Like if they stretched twice a day Mm -hmm. for three or four weeks, how much more pleasant of a person would they be to be around? Like that's something I'm thinking about now. If they just if they just exercised a little bit and got their got their endorphin flowing a bit more and they stretched before bed and they got more hours of sleep. And they ate a little bit healthier of a diet. Mm-hmm. How much more pleasant of a person would they be to be around? And I, I that's just been something that has been occupying my brain space for quite some time because I think that a lot of people are just dealing with focused areas of tension within yeah. their bodies that they're just not dealing with that that emit anger and frustration Mm -hmm. simple yep i i feel like it's almost like uh when you go out to eat and this might be a wild comparison when you go out to eat and you don't have like you don't necessarily have a good time and you one of those people that leaves reviews you're going to leave a bad review but if you had a great time you wouldn't necessarily leave a good one Mm -hmm. so it's like when you have those parts of your body that are holding a lot of tension Mm -hmm. you're internally or subconsciously focused on that that shit is running your life right right now yes all that blood and shit circulating through your body or not circulating or not circulating yeah yeah like you're 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 primarily focused on those areas which is messing up your mental it's Mm -hmm. putting you in a different place Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so yeah is that a wild comparison no that's not no that that makes that makes complete (laughs) sense and and with this, my 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 dreams mm-hmm. have have again skyrocketed and gone to a different place. I'm dreaming every night. I've had a couple of great ones. I'm not. I, I don't. I don't know who studies dream interpretation. I, I'm not one of them. 
but I do like to think about them because I remember my dreams. So right. I do like to take the the blessing that I do remember them and think about them a little bit and see if I can pull anything from them. Is there anything that is in that happens in your dreams that is like consistent, like a particular thing, something that you do in your dreams that you tend to do in a lot of dreams? Um, or are they all? I, I think I, I think I told you one thing that is sort of a motif in my dreams is that I take. I take high responsibility for things. Really? Okay. Yeah, for sure. Oh, well, that's nothing like mine. Yeah, I like, like yeah, like I, I'm, I'm definitely trying to help people. Really? In my dreams okay. a lot. Yeah, like I'm trying to save the day. I notice that in a, in a lot of my dreams, I can fly. I always mm. fly in my dreams. I'm always Damn. able to like fly, and it's crazy. That's funny. Mikey's gonna love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. He's a, he's a big lover of dream. He's gonna love this whole thing, but he's a big lover of dreams. Yeah. Uh, as I think you know, like he's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. definitely interacted yeah. with dreams for yeah. a long point in time. I th- believe he he may still have or he definitely used to fill out a dream journal mm. because he wanted to be able to sort of read this stuff and have the ideas of his dreams seep into a subconscious so that when you go into your dreams, you have a much more intimate understanding that you're within the dreams uh-huh. which make your dreams more lucid yeah. and then you just go well, off and you do shit like fly you, around and- you know what though it's like when i am having a dream and i realize within that dream that it's a dream i always wake up and i hate that um, like i all whenever like i, I it, when i realize that i got about i got about 10 more seconds <laughs> right like that's like yeah like that's what it feels like, oh, yeah, like as soon as you realize you're like oh this is coming to an end oh no oh no like it's yeah, fading away yeah and yeah. then you like wake up oh man yeah that always happens to me and i'm just like why is that is 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 my brain just telling me oh oh this isn't real oh we gotta get out of here uh, <laughs> like it's like what's going on like why can't i just stay there for a second well it's funny you say it because my dad i was talking to him about dreams earlier this week and he was telling me that there's some where he's having that are just getting a little too wild for him. Really? Whatever that means. Maybe a little, a little too uh, maleficent. Okay. You know, malevolent. He's starting to see some, some he, dark figures. He's just like, nope, waking up, and he and he does. He's just like, nope, we're getting out of this one. He yeah. does. He doesn't like to see it. I personally believe that there's something to look at there, uh-huh. and that you should, if you can remain there, then you should. But he's just like, nope, I'm out. I'm yeah, gone. No, it's so, like if I were to see something that didn't make sense in my dream, I would somewhat pull myself out of it mm-hmm. yeah like if i see something that is like a little i don't like that yeah like i like it's just it's kind of like it's it's like when you're having sleep paralysis you're, you're sleeping but just ah. yeah again <laughs> again i've never gone through that so i, I yeah like, whoa. i've had my sleeping problems but it's never been paralysis <laughs> come on man you gotta have a little paralysis <laughs> look at you look at what you're trying to sell have a little paralysis a little paralysis man uh the one of the the more vivid dreams that I've had in the past week, it was a very, very interesting storyline mm-hmm. in that I was with a friend and we just were going through a series of very unfortunate events. Like mm-hmm. just, we weren't necessarily being harmed, but it was a bunch of just weird, unfortunate things that just kept happening to us throughout mm-hmm. the day. And at the end of this movie, film, this story, you saw this guy that clearly had it out for us for some reason. And earlier that day, by the way, when I was awake and at work, the guy, Nick, I gave a shout out to before on here. He was talking to me about an anime called Death Note. Yeah, I've heard of of it. And in this show, 
there's a there's like a notebook, a diary. And if you write into it, you can write, you know, you can kill people with this diary. If, if you know their first and last name, I believe, then you can write how you want them to die, when you want them to die, whatever. And it happens. It takes place. And this isn't it. Is, am I thinking of something else or is there like a like a thing, like an ominous thing? Yeah, that is that is that. OK, OK. That is that. It's got like hair, some frills like, yeah. and hair everywhere yeah, and it's yeah. long dark lanky yeah yeah Yeah, exactly and so this story goes out of us just having all these series of unfortunate events taking place to us and then a sort of flashback happens in in my during my dream hold on you had a flashback within your dream within my dream that that gave that shed light on why these things throughout the story were taking place and so you see this guy that has it out for my friend and I, mm-hmm. and you see him playing around with this kid, him and his kid, him and his son are like wrestling on the ground, like having fun together. Mm-hmm. And the kid has a notebook with a bunch of markers next to it. Mm-hmm. And while he's wrestling with his kid and the kid's not paying attention, he knocks the kid's markers off to the side and like swipes them away. And then he puts down his own markers. Okay. These markers are like death note markers where if you draw with them, things come to life. Things actually happen in real life. Okay. And so he put these markers down and then allowed the kid to continue to play. He for, knew that was going to happen though. For some reason or another, this kid knows my friend and I. So this child is now writing with these new magic markers that this uh, that this evil man has put down. Mm-hmm. And now these terrible things are happening to my friend and I. Mm. And so this flashback sort of happened to let you know why all these weird things are happening. And then the story continued in my mind. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up having to fight this guy at the very end of the story. (laughs) It was just a wild dream. But but this is the cloth that my dreams are cut from these days. Right, right, right. Like this is the sort of stuff that's going on. There was another one. Are you sure that we're not in Inception right now? We could be. That is simulation theory. (laughs) <laughs> this could be a dream. This could right. be this could be a simulation. There's, right. there's, there's all sorts of, you know, and that's why the 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 question of consciousness is just interesting. Consciousness is nothing but the the feeling that something is happening. Are you are you a Matrix guy? You like the Matrix? I like the Matrix. I, I mean, is the new one out yet? Yeah, it not? came out yesterday. Okay, I didn't. Well, I clearly didn't go to the movie theater and watch it. But uh, I mean, y'all got HBO Max. Yeah, I think somebody we know got HBO. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we got it. You have a login. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, we got it. Um, well, it's on there if you want to watch it. But mm. me and uh, me and Antoinette, we watched the trilogy over again. Oh, that's and a good idea. We're probably gonna watch the new one probably tonight or something. That's a good so, idea. Yeah, yeah, I might have to get into that. But but the other another one that I had was my family and I being in like this huge mall. And I think a lot of this also had to do with the fact that I was listening to False Prophets by by J Cole, and I was also just. You know, every now and again, I'm thinking about our fetish with celebrityism and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of people are just talking, maybe like in the food court or something like that. Like a food court is as loud as food courts are. Right. And then you just hear everything get silent. Everybody's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Here he is. He's, he's here. He's here. Everybody look, 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 look. And then from the perspective I was at, it seemed like I was a child. Like I was small looking up mm-hmm. at fucking Steve Harvey that walks into the food court and he looks fake as hell. When I mean fake as hell, I mean, he's got one of his shiny ass suits on and he's just smiling for no reason. Like just like, just, just smiling (laughs) for no reason and just super fake and phony. 
And everybody's just taking photos and coming up to him. And, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey. And it just seemed like we were a bunch of just little people worshiping a God. Mm. It, that's what it looked like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he left. He just walked away. And then as soon as he got away, he just turned into like a realer version of himself. Just like, oh, God, I fucking hate doing this shit. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. Damn. <laughs> and like, he just like walked off. And then after that, my grandmother seemed like she was cold. So I came over to her and I wrapped her up in something and I like hugged her and she sort of was like just molding to my body. Like she was just like just just melting away in my arms. Thank you, Earl Lonnie. And that I just felt like when I woke up from that, I was like, I got to see my grandma more. Yeah. That's that's what I okay. woke up with. I okay. need I need to go see her. I need to speak to her. I need yeah. to see her more. Yeah. She's going to be 92 in March. I need to go see this woman. I need to look in her eyes. I need to hear her speak. Mm-hmm. She needs to see me listening to her. Mm-hmm. I need to hug her. I need to kiss her. Mm-hmm. That's what I came away with that dream with. So this is me getting older. One last thing okay. I will say about me getting older. These sensibilities have been... Like, I, I haven't been nearly as emotional in my entire life as I am right now. I feel that way. Crazy, right? I feel that way. Because everything you're seeing, like, a lot of things have changed, but a lot of things haven't. But those things that haven't, you start to notice them from a different, way different perspective. Everything's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. That's the story that I have. My manager at work, I love her. She's awesome. She feels the same way. We have a great, she was a person I told you said extremely nice things to me a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the world of you, like you could have any position here. Like you, you got a bright future head. Like she's just said a bunch of nice things to me that had me choked up. Mm-hmm. She's just recently uh, got pregnant. Oh, okay. I thought you about to say she died. Oh God, no, no, no. She just <laughs> recently got pregnant, but I, I looked at her and I hugged her and we just had this moment. I felt like she's going to be uh, she's going to be an awesome mom that's going to raise a child that we're going to like to be around, right? That we, Who's we? That, that we as people on this planet oh, okay. will not mind our children being around. Okay, okay. She's going to raise one of those kids. Gotcha. And so I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of that. Okay. And it was something weirdly biological that I feel like happened to me. Mm-hmm. I felt it. I felt it in my DNA. And I, and I was trying to process it for about 30 minutes after she told me this information. And then I, I it, z- it zeroed in on it about 30 minutes in. I, without a doubt, wanted to protect her. I ne- I've known people to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not so many people close to me, and maybe that's what it is. But I knew, I felt it. And, and it processed, and I, I thought, I want to protect, I want to make sure that she is okay, that she is safe. I, I get that. I and, get now, that. And, and that was the first time I'd ever felt that particular sense of, of protection mm-hmm. or, or a love for someone else. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought when that happened. I was like, I'm getting old. Like, that is a new... That is a new level of sensibility for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So that's, that's, that's all I wanted to say about that. Shout, nice. out, shout out to Naomi. <laughs> She's dope. 
Yeah, that is that's that's an interesting feeling. You know what I'm Beautiful. saying? Because you you first of all, shout out to shout out to the ladies, man. Hold because, on a second. You go ahead and do this. I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. All right. Go ahead and give you a shout out to the ladies. Shout out to the ladies, man, because I feel like it really, it really goes underappreciated what you guys go through with your bodies when you're having or when, you know, when you're about to have a kid. Um, And I, 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 you know, I feel like a lot of, you know, men, a lot of men don't necessarily see it that way because, I mean, women die from having babies, you know, all the time. Like anything could happen. Anything could go wrong. You know, there's there's a potential for miscarriages or even the ones that, you know, decide that they want to abort the baby. Like that's not, it's not always the easiest thing to do mentally. It's not easy to carry a baby mentally. There's postpartum depression. I mean, there's so many factors when it comes to being pregnant. Um, So shout out to you guys. And, you know, anyone that's out there that's carrying a kid right now and that's listening to this or anybody out there that, wants to get pregnant uh, soon, just make sure you're taking care of yourself. Make sure, make sure that the person that you're doing that with is someone that's going to be able to love and support you through that. Um, and oh, yeah. if there's no one there, hopefully you got someone next to you like Earl that feels like they want to protect you <laughs> and run through a brick wall for that baby in you. So <laughs> baby <out>. in you. <laughs> so, you know, they're two different entities, even though they're together. Yes, 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 yes. But um, yeah, shout out, shout out to shout out to those the women. Shout out yeah. to the women. Yeah, uh, speaking of the the two entities that are one, uh, I was also talking to Slogan when here about about relationships and people having constant and fluid, honest conversation with one another. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, 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 I've spoken about this a little bit before, but I'm going to do it again for anybody that, that didn't catch it the first time. When I just sat there and spoke about the way that I go to sleep, like the, the way I wake up, the way I live my life, the way I go to sleep, it is catered to what I have found to be optimum for me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I implore people to find that for themselves, but to also find that within their relationships. Mm-hmm. I find that it's, it's extremely helpful to not try to set yourself within, I mean, it's easy, but it's, but it's, I think it's ineffective to try to set yourself within the mold of the next relationship. Right. That that shit is unhealthy. That shit is <laughs> super unhealthy. It just doesn't fit. It's like you just trying to fit into someone else's clothes and, and shoes and stuff. Like it doesn't feel right. Right. And I think that's exactly what happens. I think that's why people run into a lot of issues is because we're not trying to make our own way. Yeah. Our thing that makes sense for us specifically. Yeah. And it takes a lot of communication to learn how to do that. But that shit is paramount. Even outside of relationships, there's a ton of people out here that are just trying to be like the next person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you see a niggas on on Instagram with with the cars and the money, and <laughs> like, and you're striving to be that. You know what I'm saying? And what sucks even more, which is kill, what is killing you even more, is the fact that you want it instantly. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you want that instantly. It's not. It's, it's not how life works. Now. <laughs> 
before when you were saying that we just need to go online and pay for these bills and not write a check in. Mm -hmm. And I said that there are certain things in life that take some time mm -hmm. and are more meaningful. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That it just takes time. You need to build these things. I was just talking to a friend and uh, I think she said she had some guy, you know, trying to just like buy her out pretty much. Just trying to buy her a bunch of stuff. And she's like, I don't, I don't care about these things. Like you keep trying to buy me. Mm -hmm. I don't fuck with that. Yeah. I'm not whoever it is you think I am. I'm not one of them. There are, there are women out there. There are plenty of women out here that can't be bought. They don't necessarily want the limelight. They just want someone that's going to love and respect them and treat them accordingly. Is this, isn't it hilarious? Cause like sometimes we come on here. I, I feel this way a lot to be, let me tell you something that I go through. Sometimes I feel like, because I know things to my core mm -hmm. that I'm on this podcast saying nothing. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, what am I talking about? Like, this is con like, this is everyone knows everything that I'm saying. Th that's how I feel. Sometimes this is common. Like, there's no way that further from the truth. There's no way that anything mm -hmm. that I'm saying on any of these episodes are really new or enlightening yeah, for you anyone. Think you think it's common sense. I, Almost every time I come in here and hit this record button, that happens to some degree afterwards. I guess it's some degree of uh, imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. Like, this ain't really, like, what am I really doing here? <laughs> but it's funny that we have to say things like that. Yes. That what you just said. Respect yeah, some people, women. <laughs> some people just want a partner that is going to be cooperative. They're going to operate together mm -hmm. when it comes to getting shit done mm -hmm. and be a unit that is that is careful that is considerate loving so so this person in particular was telling me about just a friend of theirs not not an intimate romantic relationship none of that but just a friend of theirs that stopped being friends with them blocked them on all social media because <laughs> My friend was not texting them within two to three days of each other. Okay. So this friend then asked me, how do you feel about this? Like, I'm, I'm open to if I'm wrong. I just, I don't need to talk to people every two to three days, like text them and call them. But this person kept telling me that I was a bad friend. For not doing that. Well, that's a little too far. And and so they they didn't even want to have the conversation after I didn't text them like the the third or fourth time. They just blocked me on all social media, so I can't even get in contact. Like, there's no conversation to even have anymore. That's she was like, "So, how do you feel about that? Like, is that is that right? Is that is that more common? Do you feel like you should communicate with people you love within that time frame, or if not, what is the time frame?" I was like, yo, listen, listen to this. I just got done reading this book that I kept bringing up, Reconcilable Differences, mm -hmm. right? Um, and it's really just about communication is key, is the is wild cliche, but it, it, couldn't, it couldn't be closer to the truth. It is the truth. That is it. Now, how you go about communicating things, that's something that you got to read up on. You got to really 
really mind your P's and Q's. Mm-hmm. And it's worth it to do. Mm-hmm. It's worth it to find out how to be a better communicator. I was saying, listen, all these, all these friendships or all these relationships in any way, shape, form, fashion are agreements between people. Yes. You guys have to come to an agreement on things, but the only way you can do that is by having conversation. And a lot of the conversations that you don't want to have, you have, there's no other way around it. If you just think that you're not like everything's all cool and you guys don't have to have that sort of conversation just because you guys just, just get each other. You just understand each other. (laughs) There's a bunch of stuff that you guys are just not in alignment with and you both just don't know it. Correct. You just think that you are now. You got to have that conversation. I said to her, you and I, well, it could be you and I, Keon, or her and I, or really a lot of people that know me, a lot of people that may even listen to these words say, oh, yeah, I got that relationship with Earl, <laughs> which is I don't know when we're going to talk. Mm-hmm. I don't know when we're going to talk. But here's the difference. Clearly, the relationships that I build with people are meaningful. Right. They are solid. Right. You got no, if you're going to have a relationship with me, you got no other choice. <laughs> that's what it's going to be if, if you're going to be in my life. That's, that's all you're going to have with me. It's not going to be flippant. It's, it's, that's, that's not the way we're getting down over here. It's going gonna, it's gonna to mean something over here. Mm-hmm. And because of that, there is no wavering on whether we are where we think we are or not. We know what it is. When we see each other, we know what that vibe is. We know what that connection is. Mm-hmm. And not seeing you for two days, five days, a week, a month, that doesn't change it. Mm-hmm. So when we communicate again, it's right back to what it was. Right. That, that energy is right there where we left it. Right. And so that is called security. Right. We are secure in what has been built here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, what that chick was doing with you, my friend, we'll, we'll call her Aaron. What your friend was doing, like why she blocked you, is because whatever it is you guys had going on, she wasn't secure in that if you guys don't speak, for two to three days at a time. All is lost. Exactly. <laughs> she didn't think that it was whatever y'all had was that solid. Oh, she clearly doesn't fuck with me. Well, you, you feel me? <laughs> that's crazy to think. But but that's where her mind was at. Off of whatever they built, that was the understanding that she had. Mm-hmm. It ain't real if you ain't texting me every two to three days. Mm-hmm. Which is, I, I feel like that's Aaron on the side of to- toxic. Like that's a bit much. It mm-hmm. should it shouldn't really have to be that, but that's not my way of conducting myself with loved ones. Right. And I likened it to I was like, you've seen you've seen people, couples out places, and I'm not I'm not shitting on hand holding and arm holding as if it's only this, but there's an element of this person is mine. Right. I'm with this person. They are with me. We are together. No, you cannot have sex with him. <laughs> Period. Right? Like, we're not brother and sister. We're not friends. We're not work. We're not co-workers. This is my person. We are a unit. Exactly. So, 
Now it gets it gets it gets a bit deeper than that because you've seen people hold on to people and it's just like better not nobody look at you. Right. Like you matter of fact, you can't go if I'm not going. Mm-hmm. I ain't nobody fitting to what was you talking to him for? What was he talking to you about? Right. For what? What do you right. gotta say? Right. Oh, you think that that was it? You think that that's all he was trying to say? You don't really think they did with something underneath? Just creating storylines. Creating storylines. And even if that was a storyline, even if that is coming down to, yo, do you trust me or not? Right. Do you trust me to make the right decisions or not? Right. Do you feel like you own me or not? (laughs) <laughs> what are we really talking about here? These are these are conversations that really have to be had. Why do you feel like I need to come to you and tell you exactly what this person did say to me or mm-hmm. what I said to them? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, maybe that makes you feel secure that I come and tell you every conversation that I've had with the opposite sex and exactly what the nature of it was. <laughs> but we need to have a conversation as to why you feel the need for that to be the case. Right. So it's it's a lot of these sorts of, I mean, it's just security goes a long way and it's built into everything. And everybody has their own version of how they get to feel secure mm-hmm. in any given relationship. But boy, do you have to have that conversation constantly. You have two extremely complex organisms growing in the same physical space. Mm -hmm. And one could be growing at an accelerated rate from the other one versus the other one. And if you guys are not having constant conversation about who you are that day Mm -hmm. and who you see yourself being tomorrow, you find yourself looking at this other person at some point in time like you ain't the person that I fell in love with. Right. You're not the person I used to know. You fucking right I'm not. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> and maybe it's a lot of my fault. Maybe I didn't feel secure in letting you in on who I was becoming because right. you look down on change mm. or you look down on some of the change that I've been adopting. Because I'm like, why haven't, you know, why haven't you necessarily noticed these changes in me? Like we're here occupying this same physical space. Mm. Like you have to take notice on that. I told you a story about uh, like these two people that I know of and they had been married for many, many years. And then the wife just up and said that the Capitol riots was, was a stage. None of that actually happened. No one was in DC yeah. that day. Like not like that's all just a hoax. Right. It was just put on it. And the husband's looking at her like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and and you get to that point because, and then she just starts saying a bunch of things that he he's just trying to figure out what, what world she's living in and who this person is that's mm-hmm. living in his house and is in his bed. Mm-hmm. And it just it just comes from you guys are not having the the constant conversations about who you are right now. Right. And what is being formed right now. You still expecting them to be. The person that you had a conversation with, you can't expect the person that you're with to be the person that they were a week ago mm-hmm. or a month ago. You need to be up on it if you're really talking about being a unit for the long haul. Mm-hmm. The way that I, I mean, the only way I can conceptualize is that's the only way that that's going to be able to work mm-hmm. in the for the long for the long haul, the long run. So that's just something I wanted to come here and say. I feel like we have to get away from trying to trying to stave off problems 
by sweeping them under the rug and pretending that they do not exist, that it will not work. Right. It will not work. It may save you something in this moment. Yep. It's going to explode later and it gets nasty. Right. So just and and, and then we're talking about custody battles and shit. <laughs> and you better hope that's just that's you better hope that's that's the light part of it. Right. You know what I mean? Or or the hardest part of it, because it, it gets it gets deeper than that. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, I had, I had some stuff to get off. I, I've been having conversations with a lot, man. It is just this influx of conversation mm-hmm. with various people about various topics every single week. Some just day to day pivoting, just all a lot of different stuff is just got my mind turning and seeing things in a in a just just. I was just talking about an accelerated and exacerbated rate of growth mm-hmm. and understanding. It's shit crazy on this side. <laughs> crazy on this side, but I love it. I love it. I love it for you. you I got, love it for you. You got some last words for the people before we get on out of here? Or um, what, or what you got? I know you're not a big Marvel guy, but okay. do you plan on going to see this new Spider-Man? I hear it's, I hear it's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I heard. I heard that it's like the the third highest grossing film. I heard that it it followed through and actually satisfied the taste of everyone that was, you know, and the, the expectations that mm-hmm. everyone was having for it. Mm-hmm. Because I know the expectations were set very high. Yeah, they were. Trying to bring all the Spider-Mans yeah. from all time yeah. into one movie. Yeah. And they delivered. That's what I heard. what I hear. That's what I'm hearing. So, you know, my little sister told me, she was like, that's what they've been saying on Twitter, Earl, and Twitter doesn't lie. Shit. And I was like, all, all right. That <laughs> sounds, sounds good. Thumbs up. So sure, I'll, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not. There's, there's so many things that, like, I could watch. And I, I don't, I'm not shitting on anything because I'm not watching it like this Will Smith down to earth thing that Mikey was telling us we got to watch or, right. or Will Smith's uh, what, what is it that he's doing on YouTube? What is the um, thing? Like the, his something about him not being fit or yeah, um, I'm reshaping my life. Yeah, or I'm something g- getting like that. better. Whatever it is he's doing, yeah. that's going to be hilarious in comparison to what it's actually called <laughs> reshaping my life. Whatever it is he's doing on YouTube, that series. I like I, in, in this thing, I, I'm, I definitely want to get around to this stuff. And I'm not trying to run away from it. It's just it's a lot of content out. There's here. a lot of content. We creating our own content. Right. I'm working with that content. Right. I'm reading, stretching, going to the gym, trying to hang out with the family. Got work. Like there's just things going on. But I but I will try to make time for that because that's probably going to be one of those like huge things. I just kind of got. It's for the culture. Right. Like I gotta see it. Right. Yeah. Like I feel like it's going to be on like some some Avengers Endgame. Type shit, right? Like, right, it's right. You, like you gotta go see that. Yeah, I, see I should. I I will disappoint you in saying that there. <laughs> you're gonna be like, nah, nah, you can't go see it. I gotta go back and watch a couple Spider Man. I'm not gonna lie. I, I saw mean, Tobey Maguire and all of his. Oh, so you haven't seen any of the Tom Holland ones? Tom Holland is okay. So that's one. the newest one. Yeah. No, 
I need to watch those, and I honestly need to watch the Alex Garfield. Is that his name? Yeah, I think so. I, have, I actually Garfield. haven't seen any of those. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're on the same boat with me with that. So yeah. So I need to catch up on on some Spider Mans probably before. I did see Miles Morales. Is yeah. he? Does he make an appearance? Does like some 3D version of him come? I don't know, but I do know that there will be a Spider. They're expanding the whole Spider Man thing because it's been doing so great. Mm. They got they planning like three more Spider Mans with Tom Holland. Jeez, and oh. it, I'm sure they're going to be packed with anything Spider Man related that they can make happen. Honestly, if they were to not include a live action Miles Morales with a Tom Holland Spider Man, they wouldn't be doing Spider Man enough justice. Oh. But ow. I'm still waiting on on Black James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting on Black. Where is Black James Bond at? I'm waiting. Yo, if y'all don't just just Idris, just I don't know if he's if he don't like the bag, if the bag ain't big enough. I don't know if it's even them that they're going after. I don't know who it would be if it wasn't Idris. But did, did you see the last one with Daniel Craig? Uh, that one was Quantum of Solace. No, uh, No Time to Die or something like that. Quantum of Solace was one that came out. Oh, uh, No Time, probably. I probably I don't remember. When did it come out? Maybe a month or two ago. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I did not see that. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no, that no. that was his last one for the for that series. Okay. So, okay. But okay. I have to imagine they're going to keep making Bond films because he's a timeless character. Yeah. But oh yeah, for they, sure. Will they make him black? We'll see. Oh no, nah, they they going to you know. You know, people at their throats, people at their necks, you know, they, 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 they it's like, yo, you oh, gotta let us oh, in. Oh, so what? Ain't no, ain't no prominent black spies <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, in the MI6? Yeah, that's what you're saying? Right. <laughs> it's just, a, just the only white guys make the cut, huh? And, and Idris, <laughs> and Idris is an Englishman. He is. So it's just, it's just easy. It just, it just works. It's it gonna, would. It's gonna it happen. would. He would be, I think he would do a good job. Yeah, yeah, the Bonds, and, and, you know, to their credit, if they are trying to be meticulous with who they pick, mm-hmm. I get it because James Bond is a certain type of character. The yes. same way I think Sherlock Holmes is a certain type of character. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure you get the right people for mm-hmm. it. You don't want to mess up the legacy of Daniel Craig, of Pierce Brosnan, of Sean Connery. Or, or 007 to begin. Like, yeah. that, there's a huge legacy there. Yeah. And like I said, is it? 007, James Bond is a timeless oh, character. Remember the days of just running around playing Goldeneye? Yes. Just running around just sniping yeah. people. Just Oh, that was the... F- doom, 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 doom. Yeah, man. Doom. Hell yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, wait, wait. No, is that no, not you, the next part? No, it might have been. I don't, I'm not going to act like I know. I was about to go into another part of it. <laughs> yeah, you might have skipped over to the bridge. Yeah, I might have skipped. Uh, all right. All right, so that's all we got. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I'll just I'll just say this for my last words. Uh, just just you know, get out there, keep striving, keep doing your best. Uh, I'm, I'm about to just encapsulate everything we've spoken about. Uh, try some new things. There's a lot of earth, a lot of world out there. Uh, try some new things. Do the best that you can, and you know, just just you know what? I am going to say this. It's a lot of shit going on out here with, with COVID. <laughs> I haven't talked about COVID in a while, like thoroughly. So, I mean, I just had someone uh, not super close to me, but someone that I that I valued in my life and respected that just passed away from COVID. So make sure you guys are just taking all the precautions you can to protect yourselves and, you know, do what you got to do to be out here and, and to stay safe. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Get everything immune boosting. If you, yeah, do what you, do what you can, whether you're vaccinated, unvaccinated, just make sure you're taking your vitamins and- <laughs> And doing whatever you can to just be safe. Uh, last thing I'll say, 
in conjunction with everything that we've said. This is this has been awesome. I, I don't we don't often we make jokes about it, but we don't really, really delve into getting older and what that means for us, where we saw ourselves as younger people and what we thought 30 was. I know when you like 18, 19, 20, and you think in the 30, you're like, man, I'm old ass. He's like, well, we out here getting it popping. Fuck is you talking about? And it just seems like it's so far away. Yeah. And that once you get there, your life is on the downhill. Mm-hmm. Like you, you've had most of the fun in your life and you just like, now you just waiting to die. <laughs> right. It's not like that it's at not, all. It's not like, it's a I, I still feel very young, especially when I look at people like my parents, like my mom just turned 60. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that like? <laughs> like, and, and so that's, that's what I've been meaning to say with, with all these accounts today is I, Getting older is you're just seeing life become more and more enriched, Mm -hmm. right? Like you're just seeing things in in deeper and more fulfilling, enriching Mm -hmm. ways. And I definitely don't want anyone to think that just as you get older, things are just fading away. Like your love and your passion and your understanding for things are just fading away. And Mm -hmm. you're just you're just rotting at that point, Mm -hmm. just waiting for the ultimatum. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't know when my peak is going to be. I haven't reached it yet. I know that for damn certain. Mm -hmm. But I think that if you plan on getting older, you should try your very best to do everything so that it can be a graceful aging. Yeah. Because it, I mean, wise words, my always says, you know, if I knew I was going to be this age, I would have treated myself better. Not her saying this, but this is just some words that she likes to, you know, bequeath to people yep. just to have in your back pocket. If I knew I was going to be age blank, you fill in the blank. I, I would have treated myself better mm-hmm. because you you don't you don't want it to be the the rot, the rotting of you. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't want at age 40, you just starting to feel like everything is falling apart. You didn't get your your monthly maintenance done on this vehicle. Right. <laughs> right. You got to make sure you checking that oil and you rotating them tires and all of that sort of stuff. You yep. just, you have to do those things or else it will be. It will be hell on earth. Right. If. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I can't I can't go out like that. I can't experience that. Yeah. I'm gonna try to keep Just myself as, as flexible and as open and as learnable as possible. Live as if you plan to be a hundred. Live that way. For sure. Take care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally. Do it. Do it. Do it. Episode 96. Almost at a hundred.